Hello everybody out there in comic book land. My name is George Serrano, aka The Don, and if you're here, you're only here for one reason, and that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by Comic Book Click. But we're checking names on the door, and you better be on the list, and you better have your black tie attire ready, because this is a black tie gala. And I'm not here by myself. <laughs> Sir, introduce yourself. I am Cloudus Maximus. You're Cloudus Maximus. And Cloudus Maximus and myself are both dressed to the T's. And that's because this episode of Major Issues is the 2017 CBC Awards. Mm. You hear all that? The people are happy. The people are happy to be part of such a monumentous episode of Major Issues. We did these awards last year on YouTube, but this time you wanted to go a little bit of a long form with it so we could sit here and talk about the nominees and some of the greatest things to happen in comic books and comic book media in 2017. Uh, last year was a blast. We had to bring it back this year. Uh, are you excited to hear about Very the nominees excited. and about the winners of everything in 2017? We had a hell of a year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. 2018 already shaping up to be a great year. Black Panther demolishing <laughs> at the box office, you know. Um, and we got Infinity War, Venom, so much stuff coming. But let's take a second to look back. You know, we're always looking forward. Uh, at what the next thing is going to be. Oh, so-and-so was casted for this, and this mm -hmm. movie is now in production. But let's go back and see where we've gotten. We've got a lot of good uh, comic book gifts throughout the years. Um, I wanted to take a second and go to the 2016 CBC Awards Ooh, and talk about the, first. Yeah, the very first CBC Awards that we did, um, Comic Book Click Awards, because we had some phenomenal nominees and some phenomenal categories here like for instance we did coolest moment of 2016 with the nominees being the punisher in prison do you, do you remember that you have Card frank castle lots of blood it was messy it was messy that i mean seeing the deal, seeing man. the punisher in prison is kind of what let me know like okay they got this down like they this is frank castle um he's pulling his uh he's pulling like piece of wood out of his forearm yeah, and just i was just thinking about that when you said that. i was like that's oh the God, scene i always remember and just the, oh like he just like the way he hulks himself up yeah, like hypes himself up the, yeah. yeah starts to uh, yell um punisher i mean scenes like this i eventually gave it its own show right you know which i have not uh finished just so much on the docket but i hope to break into that some of that too but that moment alone had to be nominated you know uh, Punisher just going crazy. And then we had Batman saving Martha from... Why did you say that name? <laughs> from Batman v Superman. This is not the Martha <laughs> moment people speak of. I, I think it's one of the best moments of the movie, but oh, just yeah. watching that Arkham Asylum slash Arkham City kind of... Room in the warehouse? Yeah, when he just drops down. I mean, he killed a good handful of people there, which is not a Batman <laughs> thing, but man, we've never seen him move like yeah, that like before. That, yeah. um, there's a scene where he's like on his on his back and they're trying to attack him, and all he can do is block with his gauntlets. Gauntlets, yeah. And he's just on his back, like, where, where hands, can you go from there? Hands, B. And then you have that scene of when he gets stabbed, and he pulls the knife out, and he looks at the guy like, are you, did you just stab me? Hold on. <laughs> and he gets shot, he gets shot in the back of the head, bro. Real close. Yeah, real close. Like, real like close. Once or twice, and then he just turns around real quick, and... Oh, I do man. like how they have established that that cowl is basically bulletproof, yeah, you know? Because yeah. he does look kind of silly with it, but at least it has some kind of usage, you know? Two ears sticking out the side, eh, but it stops bullets. It's on um, the head, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> you you had uh you know uh, I'm a friend of your son's. Yeah, I guess because of the cape. Like that was like legit a good <laughs> yeah. moment in that movie. Um, how does that moment look to you now when you think of like Justice League and stuff? Um, or I, B BVS in general, I guess. Um, 
I mean, I love, first of all, I love that scene. Like, I still go back now. And watch it. Yeah, and watch yeah. it. Um, just him throwing the big um, the, the crate at the dude. You see his brain splatter against the wall. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was crazy. Um, but no, you get you see the same style in Batman versus versus Superman as in Justice League. As in Justice League, yeah. I feel like this I Batman feel... was a little bit more. Well, I guess he was fighting regular people in this. When mm-hmm. you're fighting Parademons, it's a little bit different. Yeah. I just and, switch it up for the Parademons. And I and that might be, you know, Batman's Kryptonite, right? Is like once you put him in an extraordinary scenario, he kind of just seems like a regular person mm-hmm. compared to the gods on the Justice League who are super fast or immortal, basically, or actual gods like Diana. And stuff, but um, I thought that moment was awesome. We had highway hijinks with Deadpool. This is basically the twelve bullets. Yeah, I uh, go back. Yeah, I go back to watch that a lot too. Man. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, um, you can literally pop that movie in at any time, and you're going to watch it through because it's so entertaining. It's nonstop, just entertaining. If you like action, tons of action. If you like jokes, tons of jokes. If you like comic stuff, Easter eggs galore. When he's out there saying, you know, uh, which which uh, Professor X, <laughs> you know, McAvoy or Stewart. Thomas gets so confused. Yeah. Uh, He's wearing the brown pants. Like, there's so many one-liners uh, in that. I thought it was amazing. Um, it's like, your girlfriends might be looking at you right now like, what the heck is going on? He just turned him into a kebab. Uh, that was the introduction to that character, right? I mean, a lot of the hijink stuff was what we saw in that leaked uh, footage yeah, that was the supposedly the kind of first trailer. Yeah. And people knew from then that it was amazing. You know, that it was going to be hilarious. Have you seen this man? And it's like a, a stick figure <laughs> drawing. <laughs> it, it's so good. And when you do the, when they do the slow motion credits, right? And you can see everyone almost like in pain in slow motion. Like the guy has the, um, the cigarette burner in his yeah, mouth, his mouth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, uh, in the car. people are flipping. And then when it, when everything's in slow motion and they just cut it to fast motion all of a sudden and the guy spins and hits the, the street sign mm-hmm. and just kind of like melts off mm-hmm. of it like a tomato hitting a, a sign or something. It's like so gory. It's so hilarious. If he wasn't making those jokes, it probably would have been a lot more dark. But it's that, funny yeah. that he could just sit there and uh, and do that. Um, another coolest moment was Heroes versus Aliens, our first ever crossover for CW. And man, really, really good. You know, uh, I'm gonna I'm just um, put it out there. Can I get more crossovers? I mean, I, I get, I get, I, you know, I get. It's not that it's like needed, but it's just like selfish for me. <laughs> the thing is, you know, I, I would argue that these superhero stories need to be told on television because then you need to have the ep- episodic uh, storytelling, just like you have uh, issues mm-hmm. for storytelling, and then you do your big ones, your season, your season finales, or your annuals. Um, and with this, by the time Heroes and Aliens come out, you've known Arrow for five years. Yeah. You've known Barry for three. three. You've known, you know, like you've had these time with these heroes. Uh, Supergirl was the was the new newbie on the block, and because with Legends, a lot of those guys were from other shows. So Supergirl being the newbie on the block, it was cool to see her enact, re- uh, re- reenact, um, react with everybody, react and with interact with everybody. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say. You got to see her chop it up with everybody, and you got to see Arrow not trust her. Yeah, which actually leads into the next it's crossover. Like you're kind of still an alien too, you know. Yeah, I don't really, yeah, <laughs> we're fighting aliens, and you're kind of an alien. Uh, I don't know if you see the difference between that, but and you had some really really cool action scenes with that. And speaking of cool, man, Quicksilver to the rescue from X Men Apocalypse. That's what the sweet dreams Damn. are made of. These holy crap, man! And that I mean, like look look at that year, <laughs> yeah. right? We had so much holy in that crap, year, man. And um such a great scene you almost remove it from the movie because yeah, of how good it is um seeing him save Just, everybody yeah, save and everybody downstairs and how he tosses them knowing where they're gonna land make sure everybody lands safe he basically evacuates he the whole house yeah he evacuates an entire mansion on. you know and 
at the time of the explosion, it seems helpless. Like yeah. we're all wow, everyone's about to die, and then you get the you see the butter um the bumblebee flapping in slow motion its wings, and then it's like oh no. Oh, I smiled when that happened. I was like I because I already knew what time it was. So I was like yes. Oh, it was amazing. And then what one coolest moment of 2016, mm. the airport battle from Civil War. Uh, I think that thing's only going to be topped by whatever they can pull off in Infinity War. But I think so. I know so. I was, I was very happy that that was chosen because I had never seen something like that before. This Not is a, out of the pages of a comic book or maybe Spider-Man the Animated Series, which I felt like was the one that got to play with the most characters. Um, it, even in Batman Animated Series, like no one showed up there. Like Superman showed up like <laughs> once. And then Batman eventually goes to the Justice League. But with Spider-Man, he got to hang out with Cap and Iron Man and Punisher and these guys. And to see his inclusion into into Civil War, which was also a humongous deal, right? Yeah, because we had never we hadn't had Spidey. We got Spidey Same back. Sandbox. Got Spidey back. Our first introduction to T'Challa, you know? Uh so uh Giant Man. Everybody playing. Great stuff. So Airport Battle took that and ran with it. Uh completely, you know, blew the other choices away. And that was the coolest moment. I wanted to the differentiate coolest moment that year with uh, Final Showdown, which is you know basically the last showdown between the villain and the hero of, of the story. Um, on, with the nominees of that, and for last year we had the Trinity versus Doomsday, which was okay. You know, uh, you got to see. I like to see the the teamwork of them when you know you're throwing yeah. the spear and the lasso stuff. Uh, Diana cuts off an arm. <laughs> you know, I love like that. Just writing those movies. So yeah, I wish it was more like the X Men. Remember the knuckleball special or whatever, fastball special. That was Wolverine. Yeah, I wish it was more um, teamwork on that sense, but it was pretty good. You had Enchantress versus the Suicide Squad, Enchantress. which I think was probably the worst one on the list, only because she seemingly has powers that she can just kill them, and she chooses to like hand to hand fight them to the point that when she kind of loses or is losing the hand to hand fight, she goes enough and pulls all their weapons away anyway. And it's like, <laughs> and I mean, she wanted to recruit them, so yeah, I guess so. That. Yeah, noble right, warriors. He- no, uh, we the bad guys. Don't forget, we the bad. Yeah, true. Don't forget, bad guys. don't forget, we the bad guys. Um, Doctor Strange bargaining with Dormammu. Uh, I, that I, was amazing. I saw that. As a matter of fact, I saw that. I put that on yesterday. It still holds up. Yeah, it still holds up, man. It's amazing. It still holds up, bro. What, what are you doing? Release me! What is this? But him finding out, you know, he stands out in this team because everything else is a big spectacle almost. And he's pretty much died more than anybody. At yeah, point. at this point, yeah, he yes, double digit deaths for Doctor Strange, Doctor Stephen Strange, his sacrifice fighting Dormammu. You had probably the most personal fight, Iron Man against Captain America with the Winter Soldier yeah. in Civil War, which broke our hearts That's watching. Crazy. It was amazing. <laughs> you only get a fight that personal with people who've been together on screen for ten years, and uh, I can't wait for them to get back together and be friends. Right, like shut yeah. up, just shake hands and be friends in Infinity War, because yeah, come on, man, just everyone needs to be friends. Um, and then what won that year was Flash racing Zoom. Uh, mm. The final member uh, Zoom basically uh, tells Flash that the only way he will leave is That's if he races him. Season from Flash. So good. And then at the end of that, we get the uh, the time wraiths that pull Zoom away, and we get our Black Flash, mm. uh, a Black Flash of Death. So that was really really good. I thought Zoom did an amazing job that year. That yeah. season was also really really yeah, good too. Yeah. I was going bananas during that season. That's our introduction to uh, the Earth Two in general. Yeah. You know mo- the multiverse, which is a big step. To, to declare that they have multiverses. They didn't even declare that, to my knowledge, in the movies. So Flash got ahead of that. Um, 
and Zoom, like I said, Zoom was a brand new debut that year. But we were talking about the actual debuts as far as movies were concerned mm-hmm. in 2016, with the nominees being Harley Quinn. Oh, we were right? blessed last year. I mean, every year is a blessing. I'm, I'm not going to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, let, let's say we, in 2017, we were, we were but trust me, there will be stuff you know? to gush about in 2000. Uh, I mean, 16. Let's stay there right now. But in 2017, I think we got it. We got a good list, too. But uh, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, who was probably the breakout of that film, you would say? Besides, That's true. I mean, besides Deadshot, Leto looked the sprinkled. most dramatic. Yeah, but I don't know if he was anyone's favorite. I mean, there are people who are fans of him, yeah. but I think Harley Quinn was the one that you go, "Wow, that's like almost." Yeah. If you had to draw it, that's what it looks like. I think she did a, a great job, and they almost put the movie around her. Besides Deadshot, yes, yeah, I kind of like my Arrow Deadshot. <laughs> I kind of do too. Um, John, but, yeah, John, <laughs> come on, come John. On, John. <laughs> um, but um, I I think Will Smith. I think they got the right dude for for the movie. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna. Well, I mean, I, I am not scared. Not that it's bad or anything like that, but it is, I like it. I'm scared to think about what that movie is without Will Smith, right? If he's not in there cracking jokes and he's not in there lighting things up, who's doing it? Ain't, ain't nobody else. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's it gets true. it gets uh it gets a little crazy there. We got introduced to T'Challa for the first time in Black Panther, and we with T'Challa we get. T'Challa, we get the mention of Wakanda, we get T'Chaka, mm-hmm. we get the ring, we get the suit, um, we get the, you know, move captain and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, then why did you run? I argue that if they didn't get the character <laughs> that as right here, he wouldn't have worked in Black Panther. That, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. yeah. You know, he, they, 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 they gonna... set up for a lot of his, what his mentality is and how he thinks in that film. The way he held himself, yeah. the way he uh, fought, all that stuff. Well, I feel damn, like I don't have to say nothing now. Shoot. We're big. Because <laughs> 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 I, I think about it, right? Like, no, there's so many people who had no idea who that character was until they saw him there. Mm-hmm. And that first impression was good enough it to then the, go yeah, see the movie. Dry run. So, uh, great, great work there. And right next to him is Spider-Man. Right, him and Spider Man show up in the same film day as a debut. I can't play favorites. You can't play favorites. favorites. How did like... can you can you remember what your reaction was to seeing Tom Holland the first I, time as Spider Man? Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, besides seeing it in the uh, like, because obviously I played the trailer back like a million mid, times. Like I mean, we were here when we when saw the, the trailer for the first he time. He did the backflip onto the truck and whatnot, but um, in the airport he freaking killed it. But I, I um. I go back to see more or less at the the same amount as the airport scene as um Tony goes to go see Peter. Yeah. So um and then you know he walks in he, there's Aunt May. <laughs> and in the same way with so, Black Panther. And I didn't think I was I was gonna get Aunt May yeah. or anything like that. So that that was big. That's the thing with the same way with Black Panther. They put a, they got a lot of what makes Peter Peter in that little bit of time that he's on screen. You get to see him. Yeah, you get go you know that room. he's an inventor. Go in his room. Uh uh, you know that he's an inventor. You know that he likes to to. What do they call that? Um, like play around with electronics because he's bringing home like an old VCR mm-hmm. when you first see him. You know, he lives in Queens. You get to see that he doesn't live in a mansion or any of that kind of stuff there. They set up a lot of that stuff. And then um, how eager he was to help continues in Homecoming. Mm-hmm. You know, we get, but we get to see that for the first time in Civil War. So I thought that was a great debut. Punisher again uh, blew, you know, Blew people away, like literally and figuratively, uh, and enough so that he got his own show. That's not how it works, Red. Yeah, you can't protect him, Red. <laughs> oh, he was so good though. Like, um, you hit him, they get up. I hit him, and they stay down. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Um, and I feel like John Bernthal was made for that role. 
you know, he was very much chained for The Walking, yeah, Dead. The Walking Dead. And, you know, why do they keep coming? Boom, boom. Why do they keep <laughs> It's the same stuff, but he he did so good. But the the man that won debut, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool in Deadpool, it, it, it fit on paper. And it's coming back. Yeah, it fit, on, it fit on paper. We should have known how awesome yeah. it was going to be. But he is so much that character that it's it's crazy. It's it's bananas. It was so much more than what we expected. Um, yeah. When they gave us the test footage, we, we I mean, we were going crazy. But when the movie came out and we went out, it was just Well, the thing is, level. Deadpool, the comic, has always been bad shit yeah. crazy. I mean, at one point, he marries... Um, like a vampire, like, a, like <laughs> you know, like it get, it gets out of control, and but it's always man, managed to find its center and have its heart. And that movie was just that crazy, you know, the torture scenes and all that kind of stuff there. Um, but it always had it always had its heart. You know, we mentioned Deadpool and Vanessa in the Valentine's Day right. episode. Greatest um, love story ever. One of the greatest. Love stories ever. <laughs> they did a lot of love making. I can tell you that right there. Uh, but Deadpool, man, you know, caught us by surprise, and he basically won. Best debut of 2016. Uh, we also had a bunch, a slew of the baddest of bads in 2016. Some great villains uh, took center stage. Zemo in Civil War, you know, played by Daniel Bro, uh, didn't throw a single punch the entire That's movie. True, wow. You know, and mm-hmm. can be considered the villain of that movie is crazy. Like he was able to play chess with the Avengers, and while he seemingly didn't win, um, well, he did say he won, right? He was like, well. Did I? Didn't I? <laughs> something like that. He's sitting. I, but I would do that in my jail cell anyway. You didn't get. You didn't get the job done, didn't I? Um. So Zemo, and very similar to Zemo is Lex, who did this basically the same thing. He played Batman and Superman as fools, and played chess. You know, with those two characters that could basically destroy him. Jesse, and serve Jesse, some tea. Jesse Eisenberg was not my favorite uh, Lex Luthor, but he was definitely a villain. Mm. Um. How do you feel about Zemo and Lex as far as like comparing them and contrasting them? Uh, it's hard because um, the tone for each movie, I guess, was at least Different? the same. At least the same, but I guess Batman versus Superman was a little darker. Yeah. So I he had I mean he created Doomsday and turned Batman and Superman against each other until they saved each other. Yeah, there was no creation of until Doomsday. They saved his mommy. There was no creation of Doomsday in Civil War, so uh, Lex. Definitely taking some bigger chances than Zemo was, literally creating a a monster from Kryptonian what blood and like skin cells or something like that. Mm-hmm. That Kryptonian birth chamber thing is very weird, especially how it leads into Justice League. Like, I guess you could do anything in that shit. You just put dead bodies and leave other the aliens alone, man. It's like a cake. You put dead bodies Everything and other ingredients in, and you come back and it's a cake. You know, <laughs> but uh, you had that. Mariah Dillard from Luke Cage, Alfred Woodard, coming back. You know, she was also in Civil War, but oddly not playing the same person. I thought it would have been cool if she was playing the same person. Right. Uh, but she basically is the antagonist in Luke Cage. I, I thought that Cottonmouth did a great job, yeah, but if he couldn't be on this list, because for, for reasons that I can't mention if you're not, you haven't seen the show yet, um, Mariah Dillard did a lot. I, when I think of her yeah. and the best she villain, she got down. She was real funky. Yeah, when I when I think of her and the best villain, I think of the scene in which she is being questioned at the end of the series by the police, and she basically yeah, finds she out she's let go, and it's walks, like, bro. yeah, she it's just like, walks yeah, out. Yeah, I was shaking my head at the end. I was it's like, like Damn, what you gonna do? Dude, I killed, yeah, like I killed nothing. all the all the witnesses, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. And she makes the cop put her uh, mint coat on her, wow. <laughs> and then she walks out. And Missy Knight just is like, what just happened? I just saw the system fail. I just saw 
the, my job that I have failed. The system has failed. And you don't get that without Mariah. I thought she did crazy, a crazy good job there. And right alongside her, I would put Viola Davis as Amanda Waller in Suicide Squad. When she goes in there and ca- caps, oh, caps everybody. Uh, oh, Jesus, all the witnesses. Man. They don't like witnesses. These villains are not fans of witnesses, I guess. But goes ahead and caps everybody. Boom, boom, boom. And for all the, the baddies that are in Suicide Squad, right? Like all the... Uh, rough and tough and and uh, good fighters and and uh great shots they're all on a leash they're all on amanda waller's leash she's the one leading them around and they can't go do anything unless she says so to the point that when the movie ends and she shows back up everybody Everybody including the characters in the movie are like oh my god like are you still alive how the heck and uh i thought that was i thought that was amazing um we have Vandal Savage. I miss Vandal Savage, man. From Legends of Tomorrow, playing an immortal. Uh, yeah. I liked his long coat with the, with the knives in it. <laughs> and he just spoke like he had lived a million years. I thought he was so good, Casper Crump, in that role on Legends of Tomorrow. I, I don't think they've gotten a villain that good since. I mean, maybe you could argue the Legion of Doom or Eobard Thorn outright, but... I mean, he could definitely replace somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Vandal Savage is what led Legends of Tomorrow to where it's at. It's the first villain of the of the series, and I thought they did a great job. Um, but what won? Teddy Sears' Zoom. Uh, you know, Teddy Sears played uh, Jay Garrick, but ends up playing Zoom. And the voice is the can- is Candyman. The guy who played Candyman is, ends up being the voice for Zoom, and you get all that. The Flash. <laughs> What was your line that you liked for his about fishing? Was it fishing? Was it fishing? When uh, he had them on the roof? Oh, uh, 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 I can't remember it, man. Damn. Uh, yeah, he said he, he had a bunch of uh, great lines yeah, has, about like. There's uh, a bunch of them I can remember. But why, why can't I remember that one? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you have him. You have Barry like run around Star Labs and throw a lightning bolt at him, and this guy does like a cartwheel, grabs the lightning bolt, and throws, throws it back, right at, back at him. Back at, like, back at Barry. Um, he was scary, man. And they had that like music for him, like Jaws, and he would just appear. Uh, he was the first one to literally drag Barry around the and be whole like, city and "Look at your hero! Look at him!" And he took his powers. Yes, yeah, V nine man, that V nine. Yo, stay away from drugs. Get off from drugs. <laughs> I just gotta say that right now. Get away from drugs. Uh, Hunter Zolomon as Zoom, Teddy Sears as Hunter Zolomon, won Best Villain for 2016. Oh. You like to fish with bait. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. So do I, right? Yeah. So do I. I. Do oh, too. I do too. Um, Let's get to the nitty gritty. Best TV show and best movie. So let's get to best TV show. Uh, we had Legends of Tomorrow was debuted. Mm-hmm. Supergirl debuted. Luke Cage debuted. All completely different shows. Uh, Supergirl debuted on CBS, so it was distinctively different than, or was it NBC? It was one of those two. Yeah, oh, yeah, before it came to CW, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was definitely different than the other shows because it was on a different network. Um, it was kind of the orphan that it only kind of got, bro- I mean, they brought Flash in for a couple of episodes, one episode, I want to say, and they uh, brought Supergirl in for the crossover, but she was very much a left alone on that on that side there. Um, Luke Cage and Daredevil showed up on uh, Netflix. Luke Cage had his freshman year mm-hmm. in Netflix, and then Daredevil came for season two. Daredevil season two deals with the Hand, Elektra, uh, and Punisher. I thought that was good. I don't. Th- I'm never. I'm barely disappointed with Daredevil. My only thing is they seem to lose a lot of gas at the end of it all the time. Like, like. I think so. Yeah, I feel like see, I feel like episodes one and one through three are usually either jam packed or a lot of setup. Then they have a bunch of like <gasps> jaw dropping episodes, mm-hmm. and then 
by the end, they always have one episode right before the end that's mad confusing. Like, how did we get here? And then the last episode, they're just trying to tie up the confusing parts. And I always get, I always feel that way. And same thing with Luke Cage. Like, I thought Cottonmouth was amazing, but Diamondback, I wasn't that much of a fan of. And I felt like if they would have kept Cottonmouth throughout, maybe right. you would have kept that momentum. And when Luke is hurt and he's in that barn, you might as well just stop the show. It's it's It slows down to a pace that's like, what am I watching here? Why are we? Why is the Harlem Luke Cage in like North Carolina in a barn? And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, what what's going on here? Um, so those are my issues with that. Legends I thought was good, uh, just wasn't my cup of tea at the time. And then Arrow season four was dealing with Damon Dark, but what eventually took, you know, the show. I mean, what, what took the award for TV show of 2016 was Flash season two, mm-hmm. which is like I said, we, we was dealing with Zoom. Um. Flash season one was a show was like a, a season of a show I've never seen before. Like, I cannot. Yeah, I got. I, I got cannot hooked. state oh, yeah, how I, much that show has one. changed what my mentality of superhero so shows so is. Uh, they did such a good job building Barry in that that he was a good guy. He's a genuinely good guy. Like, and now I I don't like the excuse of well that guy's too yeah. good and he won't be interesting. No, no you watch Barry look, Allen. Look at Barry Allen. <laughs> exactly. Look at CW. Watch look Barry at Barry Allen. Allen. You never call him a punk or or you know a weak or any of that kind of stuff. He's just genuinely a good guy that believes in good people mm-hmm. and he makes that look cool, which is I think something that isn't the easiest in the world to do. So, uh, Flash won for season two in 2016, and then as far as movies go, we had Suicide Squad. Ah, Suicide Squad. So so cool on the outside, right? Like the I thought the promotional material was amazing. When you start looking at the I started a joke. Yeah. Right? Right, right. We right. started the whole Oh, that was deep. Oh that uh Bohemian Rhapsody, right. those those trailers were amazing. And then when you started getting closer and you had like those Instagram uh trailers that were like just a bunch of cartoon explosions and bams and pows, and you have all the artwork behind them, uh the poster work. That became all colorful and more uh, comic book like. I thought all the promotional material was uh, was amazing. The movie was okay. I, it wasn't one of my favorites. Nice things about the movie, but yeah, yeah, there were some nice things. Uh, it was funny, and I and I I commend them for taking a chance with something that's not Batman or Superman. I guess if I can give the film a compliment, thank you for taking some time to flesh I mean, out some characters that people don't really know about. You know, they sprinkled Batman. Just like they sprinkled the Joker, which I don't think was necessary, but I guess if you're going to have Harley Quinn, you're going to have the Joker, which makes me wonder what they're going to do with Spider-Man and Venom. But we'll have to wait for that, too. We had X-Men Apocalypse, our debut of Apocalypse, and you can see that Apocalypse did not make the best villain list. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, you know how we felt about that. We also get the Phoenix in that, you know, Phoenix Force. Gene unleashes her power. Unleash your power, Gene! And then you have um, Apocalypse learning when he's putting his <laughs> hand on the television he's like i want to learn and i will turn this world to i will burn this world to destroy this world and on its ashes i will build a better one i've been saying that since the movie came out because i feel like that's the only thing he said throughout the movie was <laughs> how much he was going to destroy the earth and then on top of it he was going to build a brand new one oh what are you going to do i'm going to destroy the earth and on top of it build and give a brand xavier new one. a haircut and give xavier a better one <laughs> that's, that's basically what it was with that uh, so X Men Apocalypse was okay. I, I mean, I the thing I liked the most about it was it to me it was very close to the animated series, and I liked the fact that everyone was young, you know, and learning learning their powers as yeah, far as true. when we see X Men One, everyone's thirty, <laughs> everyone knows, yeah. everyone's old and knows their powers. It's like, what do I call you, Wheels? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's a completely different dichotomy than when we get with X Men Apocalypse, and I think X Men Apocalypse was also 
one of the first honest to God tries of rebooting the universe. You know, this is our yeah. first time with a brand new uh, Scott, a brand new Jean Grey. Um, they should have given us a brand new Logan, knowing that Logan was coming out. But I guess you can't get everything you want. We got Batman versus Superman, which at the time was a was a, a uh, controversial to say the least. Mm, a lot of people, a lot of people had their hopes up for that film and did not get seemingly what they wanted. But ultimately, we got the ultimate cut, and that was way better. Yeah, that was. Uh, ends up being a three hour movie at that point. But it's the beginning of people doubting Zack Snyder's ability to make these movies. That leads into Justice League eventually when we get into the awards for this year. But um. Yeah, we had uh, Batman v Superman. Some great moments, but overall, I think it was a failure to understand those characters. Wonder Woman, obviously, being the standout of that, right? She shows up and she, she is wonderful. And, yeah, and she, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. And and she had her movie coming out the year after. So yeah, very much like Black Panther, set up for Wonder Woman. You know, get just enough information to then go forward. I would even argue that she had less information given about her. We don't know about the mascara. Like she hints at, like right. you know, I'm. Uh, and- I am done of the world of man. Like you hear things like that, but you don't really get, you know, the the gravitas of what um Demascara is. And I guess you don't really get Wakanda too, so maybe maybe uh those two are the best comparisons. Um how Black Panther and Wonder Woman both entered their films and the next year had their films and those films were touted as amazing. Great, 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 great films. Woo. Uh but you know, Batman vs. Superman was dealing with some of the most famous comic book characters ever known. And then Marvel goes ahead and gives us Doctor Strange, which is a movie about somebody that most people didn't know. You might have seen him a couple times, but you nobody was quoting Eye of Agamotto. No one was saying <laughs> Ancient One. Carmitage, uh, I think I want to say. Um, all that. The special effects in that thing, man. Oh, man. I remember watching it when she does that whole, like, open your third eye thing. And sends him back. Sends him. Oh, it's crazy. And then, like I said, Dormammu, Dormammu, I'm here to bargain. One of the best ending scenes of a superhero film because you actually get to see the superhero out maneuver, out smart, out punk, out punk, <laughs> out punk the villain. And this yeah. is this is the 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 guardian or the the leader of the dark dimension. Like this is the yeah. the head honcho. Um, I want to think that Dormammu's not done with Doctor Strange. And that he remembers uh, yeah, I this, say, I say this, and that time. he will be back for Doctor Strange too, even Stranger. That's what they'll call that. <laughs> uh, Deadpool, great movie of 2016. I think it could have won Movie of the Year, uh, given how anyone felt about it that day. Like you know, given right. what people ate for breakfast that day, it could have changed what Movie of the Year was. I think Deadpool was amazing. Uh, it raked in so much money. It's like like by guys and girls alike, which is also kind of hard, right? Um, everyone there is given a special role. The characters are fleshed out. Even Colossus is some people's fan favorite. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Um, you know, Captain Deadpool, those jokes. Uh, you're like an avocado. <laughs> All that kind of stuff is amazing. Uh, Deadpool definitely. Dopinder. Sure you love oh, Dopinder. Don't forget about Dopinder. He did amazing. But what Dupinder, ultimately wins is Civil War. My pick for a comic book movie of all time. Mm. Civil War. You could not argue that. And I mean... Uh, you want to gush about Civil War for a little bit? Uh, yes, always. So Civil War, you know, uh, the first time we see this many Marvel characters on the on the screen together, all suited up, ready to do battle. Um, some great music, some great character moments. Um, of figuring out like what would happen if something like this happened. What sides? What sides would people fall on? And they, everything felt human. It didn't. None of it felt like oh well, yeah, they obviously you know and what <laughs> like. 
people like Natasha not fully knowing where she wanted to stand was was cool. Vision yeah, was, was making cool. a mistake, a machine making a mistake because he didn't have judgment. That makes sense. Uh, Wanda and him being split up because of that. Uh, Hawkeye coming out of retirement to go save everybody. All that stuff was amazing. Not not to mention this, the airport battle. Not to mention the battle at the end and the revelation of what Bucky did. All that stuff was amazing. Civil War, hands down, movie of the year in 2016. Um, and, oh shit. Oh, and beep. And, uh, come on. You can't beat that. Civil War. Uh, I, I'm getting speechless just talking about it. But I think the final award that we did in 2016 was most anticipated movie. Ooh. And it, what's cool about that is it's all the movies that came out last year, the movies that are up. For grabs theoretically for movie of the year, which is uh, Wonder Woman, which came out. Well, these are movies that we had no idea how they would be. Wonder Woman, Thor Ragnarok, Guardians Two, Logan, Spider Man Homecoming, mm. and eventually what won was Justice League. Justice League was the most anticipated movie of 2017. How do you feel about that movie now that you've seen it? Uh, if should we have been anticipating another film? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It would have been the best comic book movie. Of the year, if it was the good. only comic book movie that came out that year. <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's but good it was know. good. It's good to me. It's good to me. But it I also like it. it also goes to show why we're so harsh on it because right. it yeah, had that yeah. much pressure because the fans, you guys, the clique, voted for it to be the movie you're that's most true. anticipating. So when it, I think I voted for that too, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Lie. So when it doesn't do as well as it's supposed to, as this is the first time these guys will be together on screen for 75 years, 80 years, when it doesn't do as good as it's supposed to. You know, people who aren't that happy, and I, you, I can't blame them. But let's toss all that to the side. That was 2017. Let's talk about 2000 and oh, 16. Mm. That's 2016. Let's talk about 2017 in 2018. Let's talk about last year, the shows, the the moments, the villains, the debuts. Let's talk about the nominees that we gave out last year and what the click you guys voted for coolest moment, best fight, uh, movie. What do you guys? What do you want to start with? Hmm. Let's see, let's let see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I want to start with best fight. Best fight of 2017. Now, I changed this. Mm. Last year was best final showdown. But uh, I didn't want to go for the last fight with all of these. Some of these mm. I wanted to go, because there were some great fights throughout some of these movies and television shows. Uh, we dealt, we For the nominees, we have Peter versus Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where he said he was going to turn into a Pac-Man, and the man turned into a Pac-Man <laughs> and attacked his father. You know, you have that cool moment where the chain starts to play, and he's like, you shouldn't have broke my Walkman. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, how do you feel about Peter versus Ego, father and son, doing battle in, on Ego's plan? I mean, it all started because he told him he put the tumor in his mom's head. So uh, I started blasting him right. What? This, I actually, you know, it's crazy. I was on a spree, so I actually saw that too not too long ago. Oh, you saw Guardians yeah. as well? Yeah. The camera zoomed out. He was just looked. Yeah, and you saw his eyes. Oh, yeah. And his, his eyes, eyes didn't his come, eyes come back? Yeah, come back. They came to normal? Back yeah. Blood. He snapped out of it. Hit him with his cannons, and then that was it. That's how it started. And then but, he was like, who the hell do you think you are? He yeah, he turns to take the hassle off. Yeah. But it ends up being pretty scary by the end of that. Like, he just, like, his face is devoid of color. He's kind of gray. His hair's all crazy. Our ego is. And they just go at it. Um, he had the Revengers versus Hela. Revengers being Valkyrie, Hulk, and Thor, and Loki. I forgot Loki was on the Revengers. Revengers were the, the Revengers. Savior is here. <laughs> <laughs> they showed up, and they got to attack Hela's army, her big old dog, and Hela herself. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. And then you had that ding, digga, digga, good ding, digga, digga, ding, digga, digga, digga. Uh, immigrant song in the background. You had it in, in that 
fight, which was nominated, and then the next nominee, Thor versus Sorter, which I think is a better fight, yeah, in I my opinion. Was, yeah, mine too. Because hammer too. Uh, he was so cocky, and he had me on there. So he's cocky, uh, he's telling jokes. And again, he's, I also saw that the other day too. You saw Thor yeah, the other day? You went on a Marvel binge, huh? Boo, 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 The hammer. Oh, when he's hitting around. everybody in the head. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, and uh, when he's being, uh, the fire's getting thrown at him, and he's using his using the hammer as a fan to he just flies through it. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. And he's able to strap that helmet onto his back and just do battle. Hemdo, whenever you're ready, Hemdo, please. Do battle. So good. Um, then we're gonna go to the for the next nominee. We're gonna go to the television uh, nominees and go with the Arrowverse versus the Earth X Nazis. We got to see all our boys and girls in bright daylight. You know, line up the legends, um, Arrow, Supergirl, Flash. Uh, at the wedding break. Kid wedding. Flash, all that kind of stuff. That was amazing to see all those guys do that. And it's, it's one of those things that you knew it was going to happen. Like, everyone was going to suit up and get together. But you get to see how much of these characters that you've gotten to fall in love with. You know, even when Rory, when Heat Wave is out there making jokes, you're like, that's my boy Rory. Like, I know that guy, <laughs> you know? I've known him for years. We knew him from Flash. We know him from Legends. Um, seeing some of those interesting team-ups... What I thought was pretty cool. Seeing Cisco like be able to teleport Ollie through a a, a breach so he could shoot an arrow, I thought was amazing. Um they keep killing it on CW. Last year, um, coolest moment was the well, nominated was for coolest moment was the crossover. So you knew that the crossover this year was gonna be nominated for something because they can't go wrong with that. And nobody likes Nazis either, so um we also had Logan's last stand, which was Logan going through and oh, at man. the end of that film when he's all on the uh the, on the, the juice. Yeah. He's on the juice. Uh. You know you're not supposed to take it all. And he took all the juice in Logan and he goes through and is able to save Laura and the rest of the kids uh until his wounds prove fatal and uh we see Logan for the very last time. But seeing him go through and berserker rage and yell, you know, there's that scene on YouTube of him doing the voiceover for oh, it. Oh, yeah. The and he, room, this right? man, you know, if this is his final, if this is his final portrayal as Logan, he did an amazing job. This was the Logan we've always wanted, the Wolverine, the cutthroat, animalistic, savage, the berserker uh, Wolverine with the last stand. And what a way to go out if that was the way he wanted to go out. And then you have Superman versus the Justice League. The Justice League, uh, you know, unearths Superman's body. I don't know why. And then they uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. resurrect him. Worst and friends ever. They resurrect him, and in true fashion, in true pet cemetery fashion, uh, Superman comes back with none of his memories and chooses to fight the Justice League because Cyborg shoots him by mistake, I guess. Um, that was pretty cool when you got yeah. to see that how fast Superman was in comparison looked, to Flash. Yeah, he looks at Flash. I still say Flash is faster. Uh, he was able to have a moment with Batman where he's like, I don't, "Didn't you try to kill me? Uh, do you bleed?" Yeah. You have him and uh, Kal El. You know, remember who you are with Wonder Woman. Remember who you are, <laughs> Kal El, last son of Krypton. Diana, you need to calm down. Just saying people's governments like that. Oh, yeah. All right, people. You, Diana Themyscira. <laughs> no, well, she was going to do that. Remember? She was going to do that in her movie. She was going to say, I'm Diana Themyscira. Someone had to go Diana Prince. I think that's what Cut it her is. off. Yep. She has no, yeah, she has no filter is what it is. Superman versus the Justice League. Um, yeah. But the winner for best fight of 2017 is Logan's Last Stand. Mm. Rightfully so. Logan's last stand with a wow. This was a windfall. This was this was a landslide. Yeah. Yes. Wow. A landslide. Logan's last stand. Um, best fight for 2017. Probably the most gory. Probably the most action packed out of everything here. 
it was just Logan just was amazing last year and its ability to put like we've seen a lot of good Wolverine footage you know I thought That's his true. his um Berserker Rage in X Men Two in the in the mansion was also pretty good when he's getting everybody in the chest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of that, but this was that a million, a million times over, and <sighs> yeah, the double team in there too. You guys uh, knew what the score was though, and picked Logan's last stand, and I can't argue with you. That was definitely the best fight of 2017. I guess if you pick that category, I'm gonna go to best debut of 2017. Ooh. Lots of debuts. Uh, starting off with Laura X twenty three, um, one of the surprises of the year to me, to be honest. I think so. She I, held it down surprisingly a lot. I didn't expect much of her because I didn't think she had to do much. Right? She was just gonna be the daughter. You don't have to do much, but she did so much nah, with just she, looks uh, and glares. Yeah. Um, and you know she made us laugh. She made us cry. When at the end when she's doing the daddy stuff, took people's heads off. Took people's heads off. <laughs> um, just that stare, man. I've, that stares daggers. That girl, um, and she punched Wolverine in the face, square in yeah, the da- face. Yeah, Daphne Keen. I, I hope. I hope she, um, is able to parlay this into an actual role. I would like to see her actually yeah. be X twenty three. I would um, like if for they... them to actually put, give her the suit. Oh yeah, give her awesome. the yellow. I mean, and she does. You know, X twenty three. Laura in the comics does wear a suit yeah, very similar like to. This. Wolverine suit, and that'll be the only way I think at this point that we're gonna get that costume unless they recast Laura. As far as debuts go, we also had the Justice League debuting in all its non Hal Jordan fashion. Wow, I had to you, say that, bro. Unite Jordan? the Seven, I, I, I Unite the Seven, so, yeah. or oh, nah? I mean, they should. <laughs> I mean, they should. Oh man, go ahead. No, make the excuse for it. Go ahead, sit here on this podcast and make the excuse as to why we couldn't have Hal Jordan. You in know this movie. what? I can't. Exactly. I can't. Exactly. But can't. regardless of how you felt about the film, this was the first time in movie history they gave that they've the ever been fun. together. This is the first time in movie history you've ever seen the Batman standing next to the Flash, standing next to Superman, standing next to Wonder Woman, standing next to Cyborg, standing next to Aquaman. Who's not standing next to Hal Jordan. Who's not standing next to Hal Jordan. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, guys. But um, they were there. They were there. And I thought that the suits looked awesome. So I guess just for the picture, a uh, great debut for the Justice League. Um, hopefully they do some kind of flashpointness, and we get a better Justice League film in the future that will give us a better uh, lineup. And Hal Jordan, or John Stewart, or Kyle Rayner. Uh, I don't know if I want Guy Gardner. Uh, we'll talk about that in a later time. You had Legion, who debuted. You know, um, that was a uh, X Men property that they decided to do their own show on on Fox. Uh, the split personality mutant with a different power per split personality, the son of Charles Xavier. This show is kind of out of control. Uh, it's very hard to follow because you're basically dealing with somebody who's criminally insane or clinically insane. I don't know if he's criminally insane. Definitely clinically insane. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that drives a lot of the plot. There's a lot of times where you'll be watching something and you're like, it's like, oh, that's not what is actually happening. And so to have um, the debut of that character, they had to do a lot of homework for it. And I think they did a, they did a, a good amount, Legion, on Fox. The first time we got the Defenders all together. So just like the Justice League, we have been waiting for this. All their shows up to this point. And I'll go ahead and say, in case you were wondering, Iron Fist is not nominated for anything <gasps> on these awards. Danny Rand. Nothing. Danny wow. Randall. Danny Rand, leader of the hand. Danny Hand, leader of the Rand, or whatever the... Danny Rand, leader of these hands. 
he had he only had one hand and he never had it when he needed it. So uh, the defenders. How do you feel about Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and the Iron Fist getting together for the first time? Um, I thought they could have used better suits. But I spent majority. (laughs) 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 This is true, but I spent majority of the whole entire thing defending Iron Fist. You were defending Iron Fist and Daniel Rand. So Defenders ends up being about I think an eight episode season, Um, and uh, it's it's smaller it's smaller than. Luke mm-hmm. Cage and you know all those shows initially because I think they all go thirteen. Um, so I thought it was better being shorter. I thought that was a that was a good. You think so? Make, I yeah. mean, they were right there. They could have gave us ten. Nah, <laughs> that's when you say that. That's when that's the episode where Kilgrave gets away, even though they have him dead to rights, chained up and locked up and ready to d- 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 deal with him. That's the episode he goes away, and they get a, you get a whole episode of flashback, and that probably would have been a Daniel flashback. So I'm not, I'm not, I don't need any more defenders, but. um you know, we had been waiting for this moment. You no know, heroes for hire getting together, Jessica seeing Daredevil and being his lawyer. My problem with the defenders, as far as winning best debut, the reason why I wouldn't nominate them, even though I put them in the nominees, is mm-hmm. because I feel like the CW crossover blew that away. I feel like when they came through and fought the Nazi versions of them, even though that's the most comic book storyline ever, that's we're going to fight the evil Nazi versions <laughs> of you. Uh, it was just good. It was just better, more heartfelt. The moment where Barry's helping, um, I mean, Ollie's helping Barry with his tuxedo, and Barry's like telling Ollie, I mean, like, it's, I think guys it's deserve. Spend, to... I think it's because we do spend more time with those characters, though, you know. So, but I feel like I feel like we we do spend more time with those characters. But you could argue that on Flash, Cisco is as fleshed out as Flash, and so is Caitlin, so is Wells, and every show has a million people. So it would have been hard to be as invested. Where we get our core characters, the four defenders, in almost every scene, and still. Can't be bothered to be excited. That's just the, my favorite scene in the Defenders is when they're beating up Danny Rand. When they're like, "You need to wow. stay here. You need to stay here because they're going to use you as a weapon." And he's like, "No, they're not." And guess what they end up doing? They use him as a damn weapon. <laughs> and he opens the door. Yeah, I'm getting upset just talking about it. Let's go to the Runaways. The Runaways coming up on Hulu. I know you weren't able to see it, but uh, I saw the Runaways, and I also read their comics. It's about a group of children who find out that their parents are evil villains. I was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I um very relatable. You know, it's, it's just kids finding out they got powers and how much can kids do when they find out they have powers and no money, no bank account, no cars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um they were able to have some of uh, the cool special effects that deal with that show. Uh that show deals with a velociraptor, so they were able to do that. I mean, that that deserves credit on its own, right? Um The Runaways debuting on Hulu last year. I think the last episode ended in this year actually. But I think they're already greenlit for season two. And they did a good job. So they got to be here for the debut. And last but not least, the Amazons of the Mascara. Mm. Amazon the Mascara debuted twice this year, showing up in Justice League and in um Batman vs. Superman. No, Wonder Woman. Oh. I don't know why they would show up in Batman vs. Superman. I don't know why I felt like <laughs> you know, it's Diana's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you you said that the Amazons of Themyscira was the favorite part, your favorite part of Justice League. Watching yeah, those guys man. move that mother box across the board, move the mother box across the trying to get it away from Stephen Wolf. Oh man, and they seeing them get busy is just is, is crazy every time. Yeah, it was every cool time. to see them train. These girls are better built than I am. I'm seeing muscles and abs I could not even wish to have. <laughs> They're doing these flips and cartwheels and you know all those cool like backflip arrow shots that they were doing. I thought were amazing. The like I'm gonna be on my horse and just lean back and slash you and then come back up. Th- those girls really tried, and I watched uh, some of the special features from Wonder Woman, and these are like 
Olympically trained women. Some of these women are, are are martial artists. Some of these women are stunt stunt women, are bodybuilders. Um, so they really got the the cream of the crop for this movie, and it showed. The Amazons really, uh, you know, got kicked busy. butt. They really kicked butt, and I thought that was amazing. But the winner of uh, best debut mm-hmm. for two thousand and seventeen is X twenty three from Logan. Oh, Congratulations, Laura. How do you feel about that? Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think the click picked well? Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That just shows. Put her in the suit. <laughs> Put her in the suit. Uh, yeah, Laura. I mean, like I said, she. I think she blew people away. That child has so much gravitas for her age. And, um, you know, we're used to Logan. We've seen Logan. And yep. we're used to Xavier, which yeah. we, this, those are the people we deal with for the majority of the film. For her to be able to sit there with them and be as valuable of a player... You can't say any, anything else. So, obviously, X-23 couldn't be here to accept her award. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and send it to her anyway. Uh, even if we gave her a speech, we don't think she'd say much. So, that's the issue with that. How do you feel about going to uh, Coolest Moment of 2017? Ooh, take me to it. All right. So, for Coolest Moment of 2017, this will allow you to see how good 2017 was some of the cool moments we got to see in 2017 i'm gonna start off with a comic moment the introduction to the dark knights of the multiverse this is the uh the batman who laughs this is the Dawnbreaker, the destroyer the merciless these are the justice league versions of batman that appeared in the dark knight metal uh crossover event that seemed to take people by storm giving us all these crazy and cool versions of batman did you see um the red death uh, Batman, which is the Batman and the Flash. Flash yeah, yeah. some of these character designs are, are haunting, but pretty cool looking. And to see Batman imagined as these different villains, whether they be a Green Lantern version of a villain or a Joker version of a villain, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I like Zack Snyder's work and Greg Capullo's work from their Batman run, so I thought that this had to be here at the coolest moment because we've never seen Batman in a motion like this. Uh, you had Spidey taking his suit on for a test run. Which is when he accidentally puts it on kill mode. He finds out that he uh, <laughs> that it has all the different web combinations. And that's when he goes up to the guys and he gets in, the truck, in the truck. Yeah, yeah. he gets trapped in the truck, and he sits and talks to um, the AI system for a good amount of time. I think her name's Karen. Yes, Karen. <laughs> he names uh, it Karen. Uh, so so cool. You know, um, part of what makes Spider Man and and his movies and television shows cool is his anticipation, like how how hype he is for the role that he's playing as a hero. And we got to see that with him taking his suit on on a test run. How do you feel about all the different web combinations, him trying them out, uh, the kill mode, whatever the heck that's the hell it's supposed to be. Um, the electric webbing. I guess, how do you feel about the fact that the suit is automated in general? Um, To him, and he's got the baby protocol in it that everybody... Oh, the training wheels, right? Training, training wheels protocol. Yeah, everybody's yeah. forgetting about that. Like Joe, he basically... And he, Ned, Joe broke his suit, so... Yeah, him and Ned ended up jailbreaking his suit. Um... It's, I think it's one of the standout moments of the film, besides the, I would say, the fairy scene, the Stan Annie fairy scene. When he's he's holding to, it together, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but this is the only one where he's by himself, with no Iron Man, is with him taking it on test run, and I thought that really showed the kind of Spider-Man that we had. You have, Diana infiltrates no man's land. Man, what a scene, right? No man has ever, well, I am not well, a man. I am yeah, no yeah. man. Well, I am no man. Uh, Diana, No! And she just tosses her little mink. And this is also the moment where we see her suit for the first time. She's been hiding it over in some kind of like mink coat. She reveals her entire uh, suit and walks, just walks through No Man's Land, uh, deflecting bullets with her gauntlets and with her shield. It's a moment you've seen in the trailer. 
it's what a great moment in that film, right? Yeah, and they tease that moment in the trailer a lot too. Yeah, lot, and it's still, lot. but it still stood. Like you yeah, would think, oh, yeah. I saw hell this. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But I'm glad it wasn't one of those. Oh, I seen this, so I don't. Uh, so she, I don't care. Nah. They they really they really showed like, her to be. Here we go, and then it was really here we go. Right, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, and, go ahead, you know, Diana. it made it very obvious that without her help, they couldn't get across that. Um, Wonder Woman saving the day yet again. I thought that was amazing. And, and yeah, I like the dude. The fact that dudes are also co- giving her cover fire too. So yeah, they they do- she was basically flanking for them. You know, mm-hmm. getting all the attention and the aggro and waiting for uh, <laughs> waiting for them to get across and she did her job there we all, and then we got uh yandu's massacre you know um um so good so big and so strong come a little closer oh, so good um yandu one of standout people in that film man uh you may be your father right your daddy <laughs> you know, all that there, um, the Mary Poppins y'all, but this here, the massacre goes down as the coolest moment to me because I'm I'm digging it, I'm liking it. Uh you know, when the lights are off and you can only see the red of the arrow, I thought that was crazy. And he had a new he's got a new fin. But the biggest thing is that probably the most kills on this list. <laughs> probably the most murders, he takes out the entire ship. The entire ship by himself. I guess not by himself because he has the horn. And the uh, kind of cool stroll he does with Baby Groot and Rocket down the hallway. Um, and then him and Rocket end up tag-teaming to take out all the rest of the Ravagers on that ship. Yandu's Massacre definitely nominated as one of the coolest moments of 2017. The final nominee, Thor v. Hulk, Contest of Champions. Uh, he's a friend from work, all that. Uh, how do you feel about that in, in Ragnarok when you see Thor and Hulk uh, going uh, at it? Honestly, one of my favorite parts about that one was... um. Besides when, when um, Thor starts to get all um, Odin light, l- lightning-y yeah. and Odin-forced, um, it was when Hulk grabs him and ragdolls him the same way he did Loki. Yeah, and then Loki stands <laughs> and then Loki up and goes, yeah, yeah he pops that's how that fails. <laughs> oh, he was, that was so, so yeah, good. Yeah. That was so good. I liked uh, right before he went into there when he's doing the um, the tour and they play the Willy Wonka song. <laughs> he's at the place of your imagination. And you have uh, the Grandmaster basically giving the tour. And he's like, and if you lose, you will die. Like, basically, all that stuff. And uh, Thor basically takes out Hulk. And then you uh, Grandmaster cheats. Yep. Hulk is able to win. And my other favorite moment is when Hulk jumps up into the sky. And everyone has oh, seen this. Man. Apparently, everyone has seen this happen to many of a challenger to the Hulk, uh, the Grandmaster's champion. And as soon as he jumps up in the air, everyone basically is ready to start their car. This is this is the ninth inning. They just hit a home run. Hulk is about to take out Thor, and this is what he's done, I guess, in every other contest. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then you see him come down with that punch, and it ends the fight. Thor versus Hulk, contest of champions. Uh, yeah, those were the coolest moments of 2017. The winner of coolest moment of 2017 being... Mm-hmm. Diana infiltrating no man's land. So look at that. Uh, you know, Logan's last stand winning for best fight, best debut being Laura. Uh, coolest moment being Diana infiltrates no man's land. And with those last two weekends, some girls on the on the on the board, you know? It's a good year for girls going out there and showing it out. Go ahead, uh, Diana. Diana oh, I mean, the best DC movie probably in, in their uh, in their combined universe. So good work, Diana. We'll go over to best a villain, 
And uh, I'll start off by saying that Prometheus definitely needs to be nominated and is nominated. Prometheus is the Arrow Season 5 villain, somebody who Arrow knows closely and seems to know Arrow way too much and is always one step ahead of him. Uh, some of his plans and plots are some of the most evil things hear, I've ever seen. I hear and, good, bad things about this man. Well, it, the last part, you, the, one of the last scenes you see of him is him having, uh, putting a gun to a young Oliver Queen's son's head. And Oliver Queen's son's about five. So any villain that could do that, uh, just to prove a point, I think deserves to be nominated. Arrow usually goes against a lot of mustache twirling villains um, with the Malcolm Merlins, you know, these big dramatic guys. This guy was just somebody who really just wanted to make Ali suffer, and I think it showed. So I'm nominating uh, Prometheus as one of the best villains out there. It was one of the options you guys had to choose from as best villain. Another option was Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. What a com- complex villain. I mean, this guy was ultimately fighting for blue-collared workers, right? Like him, he hired a bunch of people to help fix New York. He wanted to help fix New York, was able to hire a bunch of people, and was going to give them money. Like, he didn't start off as such a bad guy. And ultimately, is fighting against big biz- biz- big business, like fighting against yeah, Tony Stark, yeah, the people who can just Stark. come and take the contracts from the little man. Um, but you got to see how cutthroat he was. In some of the scenes where you can only see the greens of his eyes, he was terrifying. Where he's like throwing Spider-Man off his, like he grabs, well, when he first sees Spider-Man, right? He grabs him and just flies him hundreds of feet in the air and just drops drops him. (laughs) Just like, this is what I can do. Don't ever get in my way again. Very, very. And that's much when when they're in the car dropping them off. Oh, terrifying. And this is with him without the suit. When you first see him, before they even get into the car, when the door opens and he opens the door, my heart drops. It's like, look at Michael Keaton there. Being absolutely terrifying. Michael Keaton did a great job as the Vulture and sometimes a better job out of the suit than he did in it. So Vulture definitely nominated for Best Villain. Um, Hella. Goddess of Death. The Goddess of Death. You know, uh, easy on the eyes or maybe not that easy on one of your eyes if you uh, get in her way. But came through. She had her share of jokes, but I thought that her way of putting on her helmet was pretty cool. Like when she would like slick her hair back and this right. helmet would end up coming out. And she they she murdered just as many people as Yondu. You know, they show her fighting the Valkyries and when she's throwing those knives and just stabbing people out of the sky, uh, basically is able to take control of Asgard. Like, like what? Her. <laughs> oh yeah. But think about it, like she came through and just took this floating paradise by storm. Was Asgard. able to she was able to crush Mjolnir in her hands. I mean, that gets her a nomination. Uh, if if only purely on that, Hela as best villain of, uh, I guess Grandmaster was also a villain too. But Hela nominated as best villain of Thor Ragnarok. From there, we'll go to the Legion of Doom in CW. The Legion of Doom being Damien Dark, Malcolm Merlin, and Eobar Thorn. Some of the best villains the CW has to offer all on one team to take on the Legends of Tomorrow. They were actually called the Legion of Doom, which is cool, right? Cool mm-hmm. little nod back to the comics. Mm-hmm. I know Eobar Thorn is one of your favorite villains, so to see him team up with two others uh, was pretty cool, even though that was a short-lived team-up. Their, their trinity was good, or I guess bad enough to be nominated for Best Villain as a unit. I thought that they deserved some kind of recognition for that. So that's why the Legion of Doom is there. And then we spoke about Ego, Peter's dad, uh, who obviously came in with some nefarious uh, reasoning in the beginning and ultimately got found out to be the bad guy. Yeah. Kurt Russell, I think, did a great job. I think he was... Find out he killed Peter's mom. I thought he was real charming when he was good. When he was a good guy, I thought he was real cool, smart, funny. He's that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then as the movie continues you get to see how 
I guess you could say cold and calculating he is ultimately with this big plan of just spreading his own seed <laughs> everywhere so he can control shady, everything. You shady, ego. You shady. Super shady. Daddy issues. Hashtag daddy issues. Um, excuse me there. Then we have Ares, the god of war and the god, um, the son of Zeus. Uh, basically is the person that is blamed for everything that's going on in Wonder Woman. She, he is the one that's putting everyone at war in World War One, the war that people don't speak of that much. I think World War Two gets way too much credit. World War One was way more um, devastating because we were just kind of figuring that out. We didn't have all these automated weapons and stuff like that. You saw the people were just living in, yeah. in trenches. And, uh, you know, we got to see the the depths of that. But we get to find Ares in this movie, and we get to see him in in the comic book kind of fashion at the end, where he gets to put on his armor and go battle with Wonder Woman. How do you feel about Ares? Ares in um Wonder Woman. Um, I didn't think the, I wasn't expecting for him to get the showdown. He was gonna didn't like the mustache. It. Yeah, not a fan of the mustache. Uh-huh. Something about something about like Greek gods and facial <laughs> hair. Like it's got to be a beard or nothing. Like you don't get a mustache. <laughs> I don't expect any god to have like a goatee or anything, right? You do it all or nothing. But, um, yeah. yeah, I didn't expect to see full Aries. I thought they were going to, like, hint yeah, at like it. But we do get yeah, full yeah, Aries. Like, half it a little bit. But um, I'm, it was cool because you, you see the ticket to she Didn't he throw a freaking tank at her? Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. She's flying in the air. And he just throw, and he threw her around. You know, he basically thought he had her pegged until she was able to put it out at the final moment. But, yeah, Ego, definitely nominated as Best Villain. But the winner of the Best Villain Award for 2017, (laughs) brought to you by you guys at Comic Book Click, is Prometheus. Prometheus winning Best Villain. So you're going to have to see this now. I got to get in there, man. You got to see this now. I got to get in there now. Wow. Prometheus wins Best Villain of 2017. The season-long villain for Arrow Season 5. I hear you. Uh... I, hey, I don't think the guys were wrong. That was my pick for best villain of 2017. I think they did some good work with that. But the fact that we have um, two villains from television kind of makes me think that they didn't do a great job with villains in movies all that much. I mean, I, I didn't really like Steppenwolf all that much. And there, and then I guess the villain in Logan... Who would you consider the villain in Logan? Uh, X-24? Would you consider it the Doctor? Would you consider it that southern guy with the metal arm? That's true. You know? So, but it the the movies with the weaker villains are almost better character studies because you spend more time with the character. Uh, and so I guess you got to take the go with the bad. But Prometheus taking it all with winning best villain of 2017. And if you guys remember the last year's awards, we're going to end this year's awards with the two biggest awards, movie of the year and TV show of the year. With TV show of the year, the nominees are Gotham for season three. I heard they're really ramping it up on there. Legion for season one. Like I said, it's debut season. The Defenders for season one, their debut season. Only eight episodes. Uh, Iron Fist is not on this list. Oh. <laughs> Supergirl season two, her first season on CW. Uh, more Martian Manhunter, more crossover fun. I think we actually got the duet in that season as well. Her singing with Barry. And then season uh, three of The Flash, Savitar, um, also being named. Now, I, I would go into depth with these television shows, but I don't want to give anybody any spoilers. So mm. I thought that was very particular about that. You understand? Um, but I guess we should just get to the nitty gritty. I think we want, we're going to end up gushing over more as movie of the year. So 
I would like to announce what the TV show of 2017 is, brought to you by the guys at Comic Book Click. You guys voted, and the answer for TV show of 2017 is The Flash Season 3. Good work, guys. You guys like Barry Allen going against Savitar, trying to save Iris West. Five, four, three, two, one. What a moment. Uh, We get HR. H.R. Wow, Wells. That broke my heart. Dr. Man. Alchemy. That broke my heart. Uh, we get uh, Magenta. We get Kid Flash. The The start of Kid Flash is in season three. So, you know, Flash doing its thing. That's two years in a row that Flash wins TV show of the year. I think this was a little I bit thought, weaker. I Arrow was going to win, to be honest, because that Prometheus stuff got me going. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, that was know? pretty good. I mean, Arrow, <laughs> Arrow was a close second. Uh, I think Flash takes it probably just because of Kid Flash. Um, Flash winning back to back. So that if we do this next year, we should. We're gonna do this next year. Uh, hopefully, it's around to try to see if it wins that. But we're gonna have a lot of brand new shows next year, so the competition is gonna be a lot more difficult. I would have liked to put things down like the Runaways and stuff, but um, more of us had to see it to, for it to be nominated. And hopefully, we get into some of that stuff and we're able to do deep dives and reviews right here on Major Issues. But now. It's time to go to the meat and potatoes. Ooh, the steak. The steak of all this. The movie of the year for 2017. And I'll go for order of release. Okay. So, we first we have Logan. Logan coming out. The Western that it was. Um, James Mangold directing. You got Hugh Jackman coming back for his final performance as Logan. Like I said, already winning debut of the year with X-23. So you know she was amazing. And this is a movie in which Wolverine is not sharing the screen with 18 other mutants. You know, not to, say not to say that there aren't Moss. mutants in this, but, they, but he is the centerpiece of this. And we get to see him like never before, stressed out, dragged out, dying. Um, the man who could not take a scratch, like who, who 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 couldn't be scratched basically without healing back up in seconds, is now dying, and watching that uh that unfold. How do you feel about Logan when you saw it for the first time? Uh, I did not expect to see the trip that I was gonna go on, man. Emotional, right? Oh my God. Um, um, um and I, well, my thing at the end was when you know obviously when he, they laid him down, buried him, she turned um crossover. Watching so Homeboy with the with the Wolverine toy got me because i'm like wow we may yeah. never see it but look at it it's right there that was super it's right, right there yeah. that's it almost it, it was for us it was for the fans you know it was, it was our wolverine and we got more of that wolverine the one that we always wanted in this logan film so i thought that was that was great i i think logan is one of the best movies of 2017 in general and foul mouth charles xavier oh charles xavier just cursing and doing uh taco <laughs> bell commercials the burritos are kind of crunch wrap supreme for a limited time only and all that kind of stuff when he's going crazy but um I say all the time that Logan's one of the best movies of 2017, but probably not the funnest movie to watch. It's kind of, it gets kind of dark and depressing. You kind of got to get ready for that film, but Logan did great uh, nonetheless. And then we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which showed up, you know, um, at first I didn't like it as much as I I wanted to like it, just because Volume 1 was something I've never seen before. But after giving Volume 2 some time, it is a masterpiece. The music is amazing. Um, And... Filling in the blanks of Peter's backstory with the father and the mother, I thought was was really good. Yeah, we needed that. Rocket and Yandu get some good time together. Drax is hilarious with all his stuff <laughs> they sing with Mantis. Mantis. Uh, what was your favorite part of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? I'm gonna say anything, anything Drax because he didn't hold anything back when it came to her. So oh yeah, I popped every time. And his nipples. That. He doesn't like to hurt and his nope. nipples. <laughs> um, I'm glad that we got that. Um, 
Peter, the Peter and his dad thing out of the way too because I was kind of starving for that personally after yeah. the first movie. And it's kind of tropey, right? The yeah, whole like, yeah, we don't know who your yeah, father yeah. is, here's your father for the first time. Like, if they didn't get it out of the way here, you would ultimately think that it's always going to be looming over their heads to just kind of do them, later on. Them fighting, them and them actually fighting was cool as hell and also bizarre. Yeah, um, very bizarre. Yandu's death actually broke my heart too. That oh, was, amazing. That was rough. That amazing. was real rough. And, so. like, and like we said in... um the Valentine's Day episode completely uh, foreshadowed by what Peter did with the sacrifice in his in his film uh, with the air breather. So Yandu, you know, like father, like son with that. Um, I think another standout of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was Baby Groot. Baby Groot. Baby Groot, cute and amazing. I think one of the best scenes is when they're all crashing and he's sitting there eating like Skittles or M&Ms or something with the bowl <laughs> sitting in the seat. Uh, Baby Groot doing good there. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, a return to form. I thought they did great. And like I said, I think it's it's probably the best soundtrack out of all the movies listed here. But Guardians of the Galaxy 2, just another nominee like Logan for Movie of the Year of 2017. And then we have Wonder Woman, which blew me away. Uh, complete yes. surprise. I so, I hope so it would be good. Yes in that movie. I hope it would be good. And the character itself is good. But DC was just tripping over itself a lot. And so you don't really know what to expect. When it came to this. And while it isn't a perfect film, it was really, really good. Yeah, I did go into this movie scared as hell, though. But after coming out, I was just like, oh. It was very, it was so good. Um, Just to see, I mean, Gal Gadot was very, very good in this Killing role. It, man. Uh, plays Sheesh. sweet well, plays angry well. You believe that she could beat you up. And you could also believe that a well-placed smile would make you blush. Like, you believed all the aspects That's that she true. was of Wonder Woman. In the same way, Steve Trevor wasn't the damsel in distress. He was funny. He he fit mm-hmm. where he was supposed to in the story. Saved a couple times. Yeah, Steve Trevor was just as much a hero as Wonder Woman. And, and overall, the message I thought was the best part, which is only love can save this world. When you see how dark Batman v Superman was and Lex about, I need to fight God because he can't be all good <laughs> and all man. It's like so much. So It's so big. Let's start small. What about your heart? What about being happy? What about being genuinely good people? And I think Wonder Woman was a step in trying to create that. So Wonder Woman also nominated. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man coming home to the Marvel Universe. How do you think Spider-Man did in its uh in his own movie, you know? Just uh, like Black Panther and Wonder Woman, he was set up in Civil War, a movie by itself, and now he has his own. How do you feel that this ranks up there with the other Spider-Man movies? Uh knocked it out the park, man. It belongs it belongs up there with all the other Spider-Man movies. And the fact that we know that we're also gonna be getting more Spider-Man movies after that. Yeah. It's gonna be Effing great. Can you see this guy being uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man for 10 years? Hell yes. And yeah. he's young. Tom Holland, we love you, man. I is, love you. Is there any, killing it, bro. Is there anybody you want to see him interact with? I mean, you know, he's going to be in Infinity War and, uh, you know. Um, I want to get through Infinity War first to see what happens. So I believe he'll be in the next phase. I mean, hopefully he's well, in the yeah. next phases, hopefully, you know, yeah. with uh, Captain Marvel and all that kind of stuff. It'd be cool to see him uh, brush shoulders with those guys. But very lighthearted. Almost a breakfast club kind of kind of vibe, very high school, you know, like where the biggest stakes is that he likes a girl. Like that's it, you know. Yeah, there's bigger stakes with the the weapons, the Chitari weapons that that Vulture is trying to steal. But ultimately, it's a high school story. It's a story about being popular. It's a story about wanting to be liked and wanting to impress people. And who are we if we're not the people that we are portraying? Um, you had that cool moment that you like where Peter sees his reflection in the water and is able to lift those big pieces of metal off of his back. Spider Man. Spider Man. Uh, he was able to do it. Uh, great entry into the Spider-Man mythos, like all the Spider-Man movies that 
came and I think it's instantly better than some of the worst Spider-Man movies that are out. You know, it instantly <laughs> jumps jumps uh, ahead with all that. Then taking place in the same month, we have Justice League, which what which you got our full thoughts on that in the Justice League review that we did on major issues. I want to say it's like episode maybe four. Can't remember, but. If you look back in the Major Issues archive, we did a full deep dive into Justice League. All I'll say about it now was it was a um, mixed review. Mixed review. <laughs> great effects. You know, some great scenes. Like if you took a picture, great moments. Um, but ultimately, a little bit disappointing as far as the Justice League was concerned. And then Thor Ragnarok, which was completely nothing I expected. Uh, last from the beginning to the end. I was a little bit bothered by the fact that they made the fall of Asgard a joke, but considering that a lot of people weren't watching these movies prior mm-hmm. or didn't really have a good feel for Thor, if this is what's going to get Thor a little bit more eyes, maybe we, we go this route until we get the people we want and then we go back. Thor needs more eyes. Needs yeah, well, he definitely needs at least one, one more, more eye. eye. Yeah, he definitely needs at least one more eye. How do you feel about Thor Ragnarok? How do you feel about Korg, Hulk, hey, uh, all that stuff? Hey, man. I'm cool. I like, I like, I like Thor Ragnarok. Did you <laughs> see it? Hey, it's a good movie. Go get it. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Start of the revolution. Thor Ragnarok was good. Uh, a little bit. And like I said, also getting some good music in that with Immigrant Song. Um, it's the most comfortable I've ever seen Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Uh, like hands down. Bruce Banner beat. Yeah, you got Bruce Banner in there. And they, they those two get to have a little bit more buddy time. You don't get a lot of Bruce in these other movies. This is the first time you have him in uh, somebody solo. The same way Black Widow showed up in uh, right. Winter Soldier, you know? And you find out he's been Hulk for like two years. Yeah, so. you find out a lot of things about Hulk in that film. Um, and a lot of things about Thor, a lot of things about Odin, a lot of things about Loki. And Loki might have the Tesseract, and that might be an official one. So there's also that to be concerned with, you know? Uh, Thor, um, basically rounding out that year for comic book movies. Whew, are you ready? Are you ready for the final award? Yeah, we're yeah, taking this home. All right, you guys have voted. Wow. The, the dust has settled and the smoke has cleared. Who is you guys? The final oh, award. Man. The final award for 2017 is the movie, the feature film of the year, Who's 2017. Where are they? With the nominees being Justice League, Logan, Wonder Woman, Thor Ragnarok, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You guys at home, the comic book clickers, and the listeners of the Major Issues podcast voted that this movie is a movie of 2017. And that movie is... Logan. Logan getting 40% of the votes. Close to half of the votes for this was for Logan. Logan. Can you tell me who was second? Who came in second for that? Second for that was Spider-Man Homecoming. So close, Pete. And, I mean, we'll get him next time, Peter. I tell you the truth, as long as it wasn't Justice League, any of these could have won. Guardians if, was amazing. Wonder wow, Woman, what if, what if, jaw dropping. What if it was Justice League? If it was Justice League, I would have quit the show. Now you know that. See, wow, everyone knows I that now. I loved Good thing that didn't happen. Wow. Go get your Eye of Agamotto, turn it back, make people vote for Justice League, and then see me, <laughs> and then see me go back. But no, no. You know why? Because Major Issues is one of the greatest podcasts talking about comic books and comic book media. Comic Book Click is one of the greatest sites to talk about comic book, comic book media. And the clickers, the people who listen to this podcast and people that go on the site are the smartest comic book fans around. And that's why they picked Logan, Logan in a landslide a to be the vengeance. movie of the year. If Ooh. this is Hugh Jackman's last uh, hurrah in the... Uh, in the adamantium, then I'm glad to know that he impressed you guys so much. He definitely impressed me, and I have absolutely no problem with Logan being the movie of 2017. How do you feel about that? 
How you feel about uh, how you feel about the, the 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 I guess landslide of that too? It also makes me feel good because Logan was the first movie to come out that year. Yeah. So and, it, and it gave people a lot of time to forget it. Forget yes. It. Yeah. You know Rec- what I'm we call that recency bias. Mm-hmm. You know, if the last movie you saw was amazing, you might not even think the one you saw before that was all that good. But people kept Logan in the back of their minds as something they've never seen before. And we might see something very similar with Black Panther. Right? Black Panther came out in February. Yeah, uh, who knows if it's gonna last a year? But if nothing else hits then it'll be there. But I have a feeling that something's going to hit, and we'll talk about that right Ooh. now because we decided to add a little bit more salt and pepper to the end of this award show by doing our own little award of Most Anticipated for 2018. We didn't give the fans a chance to vote for this. We wanted to keep this in-house because we saw how disappointed you guys were when you voted for Justice League and it didn't work. So we decided to <laughs> sit here for about, you know, five minutes and just chop up as to the uh, what could win next year. So here are some of the nominees, uh, Cloudus Maximus, and tell me if any of these make your spider sense tingle. Mm-hmm. So next year we will have, obviously, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You think that wins movie of the year? I mean, obviously so far it might be, right? Mm-hmm. This is true. Uh, great and if you want to know our thoughts on that go to the last episode where we sat there and gushed on that movie for over an hour one of our longest episodes ever Black Panther Venom comes out next year Tom Hardy playing Venom uh, for Fox which might be owned by Marvel anyway by the end of this year (laughs) or uh, but we have that. That's coming. And supposedly Tom Hardy is Tom Hardy. Tom Holland is rumored, rumored to be in that film so that's that. Aquaman returns with Jason Momoa in December, the only DC film of the year this year mm. will be Aquaman. Um, so that that comes out. We have Infinity War. I'm just gonna say that we just say we have Infinity War. Deadpool two comes out the same month as Infinity War, okay. with Deadpool hopefully returning to form, and then Ant Man and the Wasp. Six movies. Six movies. I mean, we got a bunch of others, but I thought I, I thought I'd cap it at that. I thought I'd cap it at um mm. at those films there. But between these six, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you which you think will be the most disappointing. Wow. And which you think will be the movie of the year. <laughs> That's like picking the, my least favorite child, and I can't do that. Well, the hopes being wow. that when we do the CBC Awards for 2018, we can look back at the, our choices here and laugh because we might be completely wrong the same way that we said that we anticipated Justice League and then Justice League kind of flopped. Oh, wow. Would you like me to go first? Uh, I, can give you some t- I can give you some time to think if you need to. Damn, I want to say that I want to say it only because I've seen. Oh well, all right. So I know. Oh, Dark Phoenix also comes out this year too. Dark Phoenix and the Mutants, both two X Men movies. You can put Phoenix up there too in your in your consideration if you want to. I'm gonna say for least most disappointing. Well, yeah, for most disappointing, I'll probably say Dark Phoenix. And the thing is also. If you see, like, let's say, Logan, Wonder Woman, and Black Panther, and then you say most disappointing, that's still the greatest, you know, in the yeah, land of greats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to say that Dark Phoenix will be the most disappointing, it's not, not to say much. To say, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not to, to say, say much. You no. Know, but, um... And the best movie of 2018, you think, will be? You know what's funny about that? I want to go freaking rogue and, and say The Runaways. You mean, uh... <laughs> I mean, not Runaways. New Mutants? New Mutants. New Mutants. Yeah. Um, I mean... But that's going rogue, but... Infinity War. Infinity War. I just don't know how any movie can can get close with as much history as this movie has. I'm saying Infinity War, and I'm automatically regretting going rogue. So I I will go ahead and say that Infinity War is my choice for uh, best movie of 2018 already. Because I'm gonna die. If it doesn't win, I'm gonna die once the credits roll. If it doesn't win, then the the award's going to Wakanda. That's it. That's it. I don't see anything else beating Marvel this year. 
That's not going to happen. I see Ant-Man and Wasp being really, really good, funny, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how impressed too, I'll be too. with it. Uh, Venom, Venom is I think be the dark is going horse. to be bad. Yeah, I think it's going to be Yeah? Uh, yes. Yeah. I think Venom is going to be bad. Like, reason, bad good? Like, bad, bad? Like, if I had to, like, compare it to, like, another superhero movie. I was going to pick. I'd take, I like, Green Venom, Lantern 2011. Pick, I think Venom's going to be the dark horse out of those. I think it's going to be, like, Green Lantern 2011. No, where it will have its fans. No. It's not a terrible movie. It had its fans, it, no, and it, I'm it, a fan it, it, of it. But I don't. I just. It's like a movie that if it didn't, if it never got made, I wouldn't bother. I, I wouldn't be bothered by it. Um, just the fact that they put out that teaser tells me that they're not confident in what nah, they're doing. They didn't. They just. It's a teaser. It's and what did it show us? Teaser. And what did it show us? Nothing. nothing. So then we don't need anything. So don't show me nothing. Just, just say oh, it's coming you, out. So you saying the teaser was a waste of time? <laughs> yes, it was a waste of time. And okay. though, and almost okay. those scenes are almost a waste of time. Okay. None of those scenes seem to be telling me that anything major is happening. It's just car chases and him walking through a, a, a store and stuff. So uh, there's that. Deadpool two, man. I'm, I hope it's so. I hope it's good. You know, I know it's, it's just scary because Tim um, Tim Miller, the guy who directed, is gone from it. Uh. Now, if you think that all the creative juices that came from that film were from uh, Ryan Reynolds, then that's different, right? Mm-hmm. If Ryan was the guy to do, to be the I star so. and the horse of that, then maybe it'll be it'll still be good. But Tim Miller out. Who knows? And they, they are introducing a lot more characters in this one with Domino and Cable and stuff. So hopefully uh, Wade still gets his time to shine and hopefully the jokes are fresh. I mean, the trailers were hilarious. Yeah, hell so yeah. they can keep up with that. The, the Bob Ross painting stuff is, <laughs> is, is, is hilarious. So if they can keep up with that uh, energy, I think we will be okay. Um, but if, if Infinity War is going to be my movie of the year, I'm thinking the one that's going to fail. Yeah, I'm going to see Venom, bro. I'm gonna Damn. say Venom. You know why? Because I also that. think I also think that Aquaman is gonna be a sleeper too. I think no, Aquaman. I think Aquaman is gonna be amazing. I think Aquaman is gonna be a sleeper because of the fact that Wonder Woman wasn't directed by Zack Snyder, um, and blew people away. It was a different director. They had to build an entire world, and people seem to be in in on that. And with this, there's gonna be a different director. They're gonna have to build Atlantis. You know, Mira and Volko and all those people there. Black Manta is gonna be mm-hmm. in it, bro. Like. They will take. I will not be surprised if they take this entire year just to get it right. They only have one thing to worry about, and it's getting that movie right. Come on, Aquaman, do it. I'll We're already going to see one king, one reluctant king on right. the throne earlier this year. Let's end with a bang with another one. So I'm going to go Infinity War and Venom as my least uh, favorite. I guess I guess that's, that's a good place to end this off, okay. though. Uh, anything you want to say about this year or this year, 2018 or last year in comics? You beat. Um, I mean, no, actually, um. I'm very every year I feel blessed. I can't even Yeah, we're gonna have ask for anything more because I know it's well paced. I'm getting not too much, but not too little. So You know what? I'm gonna put you on the spot here also. Uh Jessica Jones and Luke Cage dropped this year. Mm -hmm. Which one are we gonna cover? Jessica Jones. That's what you wanna cover this year? All right, so you heard it here. Season two of Jessica Jones will be covered by the Major Issues podcast. Do you want to like binge and then just go straight through, or you want to do like an episodic thing? I guess uh, we could talk about that in secret. Everyone's yeah, listening to yeah, our, yeah. our meeting right the, now. Sh- yeah, hustlers. But Jessica Jones comes out next month, everyone. So be ready because you'll be having the, the, the greatest guys talking about the greatest things to come to com- comic books and comic book media. Thank you for being here on the as far as CBC Awards go. If you guys all look underneath your seats, you will see the instructions of how to rate and review major issues on iTunes. Because if you go ahead and re- re- uh, rate us on iTunes and review us on iTunes, not only do we get the true nitty gritty of how to become a better podcast, mm. but more people can read your reviews and go, oh, that sounds like something I like. I want that. Our views are growing 
It's happening. I'm looking at the grass. I'm looking at the infographics. Major issues is becoming a major issue. Ooh. And since I've been to the future, I can already tell you that we become bigger and better than we've ever known. But we only get there because of you guys. So don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and just find our podcast wherever podcasts are found. Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Attic, uh, iTunes, uh, Google, Major Issues. Uh, and we'll pop up first. If you Google Major Issues Podcast, we'll be the first search on your Google search because we are the only ones. We are the best ones. And we are brought to you by Comic Book Click. And if you like Comic Book Click and you just want to see what we're doing on, on that side of things, as far as Facebook and YouTube are concerned, uh, Major Issues is just our podcast avenue. Comic Book Click encompasses all the greatest and latest things to come to comic books and comic book media we're posting memes all the time and doing reviews so go ahead and go uh check out that and all you have to do is go to facebook.com slash comic book click instagram at comic book click or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about all the newest and hottest and greatest and latest things to come to comic book and comic book media Woo-hoo. and we do shows like this we do award shows this tie is this tie is getting a little tight though i think i might take yeah, this take off. It off mine's off already oh, oh my around my head yours was off when uh, like a present yours was off on x23 one day of the year. You're like, oh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be an easy show. They're picking all the good answers, and you guys did. You guys made this award show even better. Uh, don't forget that you guys can always send feedback to comicbookclick at gmail.com about any of these episodes, and we will read them li- live on air. I know this one we didn't give a lot of time for the readers or the listeners because they voted. They already got their voices right here. We're we're speaking on behalf of you with this award show, but hopefully when we do our Jessica Jones reviews you guys can write in if you guys are watching alongside and let us know what you think about that so many ways to reach us so many ways to see what we're doing here at major issues and comic book click but you got to make sure you're staying tuned because we don't get bigger or better without you guys thank you so much my name is george serrano aka the don Mm. this has been the major issues episode covering the cbc awards for 2017 who i am your guy cloudis maximus yes you are and I guess we'll bid you guys farewell. The, the music, you hear that music? The music is playing to, to play us off play because us our off. speech was way play too long. Off. But I want to thank everyone that did, uh, got me here. I want to thank God. I want to thank the Lord above. I want to thank my mama. I love you, mama. And I want to remind you guys all that you, yes, you are worthy.